was born August 18, 1999. Both my parents were about 15 years old at the time, just starting high school or in high school. My dad decided to drop out and work to try to help raise me and allow my mom to finish school. My mom moved into my grandma's house where I grew up, and from what I know, he did his best. But the time, but by the time I was about one or two, my dad left the picture. I grew up with my mom and her side of the family for most of my life. I really got to see my dad because honestly, I wasn't allowed to see him. I remember being little, and honestly, I can't remember how old. But my dad came to my mom's house to pick me up. And as soon as he had me in his arms, she ripped me away from him just because she saw another girl in the car who really knew what my dad and the girl's situation was. But I just know that I didn't get to see my dad that day. I remember being sad and confused, but I honestly didn't question it because I was only a toddler. When I was four or five, I was at my grandma's house and I remember being taken into a room and shoved under shoved under a blanket. I remember laying on top of someone and just laying there, sitting there, wondering what to do. So I tried putting my arm down to move and honestly all I could feel was a man's dick. And I know I was so young, but I knew what had happened. I was only a child who was vulnerable and scared. And I don't think I ever told anyone because I was so scared. For some reason, I don't remember, but my mom started taking me to counseling. I think it was because of my dad. I'm not sure, but I remember being so quiet and rarely answering questions. I think it was because I was scared to talk to anyone, even more scared with my mom just being there. I was pretty damn smart for my age. That's all I know for sure. But I always felt different. The times that I spoke one-on-one with my counselor, it was okay. She didn't ask much. She just talked and I'd color. (laughs) It's crazy that I'm explaining it like this, like it just happened yesterday, but I think it's because something traumatic happened to me and it's been stuck with me ever since. The one day I spoke with my counselor, I don't remember what I said to her, but she had me draw what I was talking about and I drew an oval-looking hot dog with a line at the top, and I handed it to her without saying anything. And I just remember being so sad and feeling so relieved. I honestly don't know what happened after that, but I remember that specific moment. When I was around the same age, maybe, I might have been six. My mom was dating some guy, I don't know. But I remember waking up in the middle of the night and trying to go to her room and they were just having sex. I didn't know what sex was at the time, but I knew that was something I shouldn't be seeing. So I ran back to my room and I just tried to go to sleep. That same morning I woke up and I had this like toy kitchen with knobs to play with. And so like any other child, I just started to play. I started turning the fake stove knobs on the kitchen toy and they made like little noise and out of nowhere the guy that my mom was with came into my room picked me up from the floor and threw me across the room onto my bed with so much anger and just walked out I didn't tell my mom I was I was scared so I threw all my toys and stuff out the window (laughs) we lived in an apartment on the third floor and I didn't care I got in trouble and she made me go get them, but I threw them right back out the window as soon as I got upstairs. I was a stubborn child. 
but a child who really didn't understand what was happening to her. But I was conscious enough to know that I was being hurt and I was being frightened. I didn't have anyone to talk to. My dad wasn't around. My mom stopped bringing me around other family members who I knew loved, adored, and would protect me. During elementary school, I was probably maybe in the fourth or fifth grade, and my mom was seeing this guy. And I remember watching the show Degrassi being on TV, and I watched it and learned the word screw. I didn't know what it meant. So one day, my mom's boyfriend told me to do something, and I said, no, screw you. And he walked over to me and whooped my ass. That same night, I secretly took my mom's phone, and I called my mama, and I told her what had happened. Honestly, I haven't seen or spoke to her in years, but she always said whenever I needed her to call her, and so I did. Before I left her, I memorized her number, and because I knew that one day I would need her. Who doesn't need their mom? So after calling her, the next day I went to school, and before I could go to gym class, I got called down to the office, and there was my mom. They put us in a room together and she started yelling at me about calling my mom and telling her what happened. And she blamed me for my mom calling my dad and telling him what her boyfriend did. And that same day, my dad pulled up to the house where he knew my mom's boyfriend would be. And he started looking for him, but he wasn't there. My mom and dad started going at each other and my mom punched my dad in the face. So my dad called his girlfriend and her and my mom started fighting in front of the house, in front of everyone. I was just upstairs looking outside of the window watching it all happen. I honestly didn't understand what was happening, but when my mom came back upstairs, she had a knot on her forehead and she blamed me for getting into a fight. But from that day forward, I was never allowed to reach out to my dad or my mom from her side of the family. And when it came between me and my mom's boy toys, she always defended them, not me. In middle school, things got worse. I had a friend who was a bit older than me that helped me see my dad, but when my mom found out, she was furious. She started playing the victim and saying that I stabbed her in the back and that my dad was a deadbeat dad who really didn't care about me. I remember the first time that my mom bought me my first track phone and by this time I had my dad's girlfriend's number memorized in my head so one day I called her while I was in my room and I really wanted to talk to her so we talked for a bit but then my mom caught me and asked who I was on the phone with I tried to lie but of course that didn't work so then she took the phone and said if I really wanted to be with my dad I should just get out and go So when she left the room, I used my sister's tablet to message my dad's girlfriend and told her to meet me behind my mom's house. I packed my clothes and snuck out the house and left. It didn't last really long. My mom called the cops, reported me missing. So, but when I left, my dad's girlfriend drove me to see him and I told them what happened, but he said that this wasn't the right way to do things. So they took me back to my mom's house. Living with my mom was awful. She always talked down on me, treated me like a servant, and honestly didn't care about my feelings. I always, I was always scared of my mom. Until this day, I'm petrified of her. 
I had no one to talk to about how I was feeling at home and how I was being treated. I remember one day I went to the guidance counselor at school and told them what was happening to me and how my mom was abusing me and talking to me. I told them that she wanted me to go to hell. Mind you, I'm in middle school in the seventh or eighth grade. He called CPS and they went to my mom's house while I was in school. And when I got home, I had the talk of a lifetime. My mom was yelling at me, telling me why I opened my mouth to people and that I shouldn't talk about what happens at home because whatever happens at home stays at home. That was the thing, you know. I probably ran away from home twice before I hit high school because I hated living with a monster because that's how I saw my mom at the time, as a monster. I remember losing my house key on the bus and my mom wanted me to look for it, but like I knew it was gone, but she still made me do it anyway. She had me up all day and night looking for a house key that wasn't in the house, but she didn't care. She gave me 15 minutes to find it. And after 15 minutes, every time I couldn't find it, she'd whip my ass. This went on all night. I didn't know what she wanted from me. It wasn't in the house, but I knew that saying that would get me into more trouble. So I just took the beating that she gave me. When I got into high school, my life started to just tumble. I hated being home and hated being near anywhere near my mom. So I started playing sports to keep me distracted from how my life was at home. When I was at home, I locked myself in my room because I didn't want to be around anyone. My freshman year, my mom started calling me fat, so I started eating less, maybe once or twice a day. During my sophomore year of high school, I started dating, and it was a secret until my sister outed me. My mom tried to force me to stop playing sports as a punishment, but obviously I didn't want to. She worked right across the street from my high school, so every time after practice, she'd say, this is your last day, you better tell your coach. But I didn't, because I wasn't going to let her ruin my life anymore. So I got yelled at every time I'd stay after school. But it got to the point where I really didn't care. You know, living with my mom, she always made me feel like there was something wrong with me. If it wasn't my weight, it was my eyebrows. If it wasn't my eyebrows, it was how I was dressing. And if it wasn't how I was dressing, it was something else. I feel like I could have, I could never be good enough. At least that's how I feel. She had me do the most interesting stuff. If I was upstairs in bed, she would call me downstairs to give her the remote for the TV that would be literally two feet away from her. She'd force me to make her food sometimes, but the craziest of all is that I always had to clean the bathroom and make it spotless and record what I had done. And if it wasn't clean like she wanted it to be, she would make me do it all over again. I honestly felt like Selena Gomez in that one movie, (laughs) but it was always my job to make sure the house was clean all the time. It was my job to be a maid for my mom. She wouldn't let me hang out with friends if I wanted to. I would have to beg her like a peasant, and sometimes it worked, but most of the times it didn't. My mom never taught me anything, how to get a job, how to set goals, how to make friends, or even just how to be a human being. So I had to teach myself. I taught myself how to get a job. My first job ever was at Texas Roadhouse, and I got it because of my friend Michaela was working there. 
If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have gotten a job. I, when I started working at Texas Roadhouse, I worked every day open to close. Even the times when I worked the night shift, I'd lie to my mom and say, I'm working in the morning. But I wasn't, of course. <laughs> I would just sit at my job all day just talking to people because being there made me 10 times more happier than being at home. I hated my life so much. I tried taking it away maybe twice just because I felt like I'd be so much happier not here and my mom would feel like shit because it was all her fault. But I I couldn't. I couldn't give up on myself. So I worked harder on myself to not let go of the one lifespan that I have. So hard, literally so hard. As I continued to work at Roadhouse, every time it hit about 10 o'clock, because that's when we were close, she would text my phone telling me to come home now when I wasn't even done working. And if I didn't respond, she'd text me over and over and over, like I, like if I was her boyfriend cheating on her on something. It was annoying. But this went on forever and ever, until one day I just texted her back, telling her how I felt. And you know what she said? She said, I don't have time for your feelings right now. So I didn't go home straight straight away because I didn't want to. Mind you, my mom's house is directly across the street from my job. It's like a two minute walk. So that same night of telling her how I felt, when I got home, she started cussing me out over nothing and got got up all in my face. I cried myself to sleep that night because I didn't know what else to do but cry and cry. Going to school and going to practice and going to work was what I lived for. Anything to stay away from my mom. I remember one day in class, a classmate was mine, a classmate of mine was like, Shakira, I saw your mom drop you off. Why were you sitting in the back seat? And I told him because I'd rather sit there than sit next to my mom. Every car ride was her, it was like crickets. I didn't want to speak to her, look at her, nothing. I wanted to get away from her so bad. After high school, I started college, but dropped out immediately because I didn't want to go to school when I knew I wasn't ready. So to replace school, I picked up another job and worked two jobs back to back every day to get away from home. I didn't let myself catch a break. People looked at me like if I was crazy, but to me, I was in heaven. Being away from my mom was heaven. She eventually found out I was working two jobs and she wanted me to start giving her money for rent because her rent went up. And she blamed me for basically not being able to afford the house we lived in. It was my fault and I wasn't going to stop working so many hours just for her because working was all I had. So I didn't. One day after I got out of the shower, she came barging into the bathroom asking where I was last night and I told her I was at work. And she told me that I was lying when I wasn't. (laughs) So I walked to my room and got dressed and she came back into the room, into my room. And at this point I was on FaceTime with a friend and my mom wanted me to hang up. But instead I lied and said she was on mute. She really wasn't. But my mom started yelling at me and telling me that I'm selfish and I don't care about her or my siblings that if I saw them in the street, I would run them over without a care in the world. Just a whole bunch of disrespectful stuff that you shouldn't say to your daughter. 
But then the next thing you know, she grabbed my phone and smashed it on my mirror that I had on my wall. And I went to grab it from the floor and she ripped the mirror off the wall and slammed it on top of me, cutting me with glass all over my arms. I started screaming for help over the phone and my mom wrestled me around the room trying to get the phone from me, slamming me into my dresser, the wall, the bed, everywhere. Um, I started trying to fight back and get her off of me. And when she did, she just went and took a shower. I was in such shock on what just happened. There was blood everywhere. It was literally the worst day of my life. So I reached out to a friend to meet me somewhere and I got in my car and I drove away. And I never saw my mom again. Now, I can say that I really never felt love growing up, especially from my mom. Um, all I felt was rage, anger, disappointment. I never understood why, because honestly, I think I was an amazing daughter who just had a difficult mom who didn't try to understand her. I don't know what it's like to have a mom that loves you and is proud of you and makes you so happy. I don't know what that's like. And it breaks my heart because I see so many moms and daughters who love each other so much. But I couldn't even get mine to love me no matter what. I tried to do to get her to see me when I tried to want her to see me. I remember um, moving into my apartment and taking mushrooms for the first time. And before I took it, I've the week before, I've been having dreams about my mom and everything. And the day of taking the mushrooms, um, I was just sitting on the floor and there was just a box with a rose on it that you could cut out and color. So that's what I started to do. Um, I started, I grabbed the knife and I started cutting it out. And then for some reason, I just zoned out from just looking at the rose. And I didn't notice me zoning out because of the rose. When I saw the rose, I guess my subconscious just saw my mom because my mom has a rose on her back and I have a rose on my ankle. And I just, I just started going so hard on the rose, stabbing it over and over and over. And my boyfriend, was literally trying to get my attention, calling my name over and over, but I wasn't listening. But then I paid attention. He was like, are you okay? And honestly, all I could do was just burst into tears because I really didn't understand why my mom didn't love me. I started screaming, I started crying because I just felt so lost and out of place because all I wanted was my mommy. <laughs> so, I'm saying all of this because I don't know what it's like to feel love from family or from my own parents. All I know 
to feel is fear. I'm scared to go anywhere near family because it just brings back so many memories that I wish would just go away. But that's the thing, though. They won't. These memories are embedded into my mind, my body, and my soul, and I've been fighting it for so long. They made me who I am today, and it's crazy because you would think that I don't know how to show love back to anyone, but that's the best thing I know how to do is love. Love a human for who they are. I love people. I love making people smile. I love helping people, making them laugh, making them feel cared for. And I think I love doing all of these things because I never had that. I never had genuine love. And that's what drives me today at this exact moment. The fact that one day I'm going to be able to love my own kids and make them happy and make the people around the world happy because I wish someone would have had would have loved me and shown me love without expecting anything back. And I'm saying all of this because this shapes who I am at this very moment. And even though I have nightmares about two to three times a week about all of this that I just spoke about, I'm learning to heal from it all. I'm learning to accept it. I'm learning to forgive myself because it wasn't my fault. But most of all, I'm learning to forgive my mom, even though I don't want to and I don't ever want to see her, but she's my mom and I have to. I have to forgive her because if I want to heal, I have to look objectively and think about how her life was growing up, how she was treated, how she was raised, because how she is and who she is stems from her past, just like how I am and who I am stems from my past growing up and my past with my mom. So if you are someone who lived a traumatic childhood, you're not the only one. Please know that everything will get better. You just have to keep fighting and fighting. Even if you're tired, don't stop fighting fight for you and your well-being and when you're ready you'll know what the next step is into healing and after that into forgiveness you'll be okay i'm jay's mishakira and thank you for listening to true with you